0: So, hi folks, hello once again, and you're very welcome along to this week's edition of Down Your Way. Our very special guest is Father John Ryan. In fact, the last time we ha- had him on the radio about three or four years ago, he was Father John Ryan. Now he's Bishop John Ryan. He's a native of comic Sound, Holy Cross, Taurus, and he's a very special guest on the programme. Father, Bishop John, rather, you're very welcome to Down Your Way.
1: Thank you very much, Amen. Yeah. and it's great to see you strong and healthy again with all these programs in down your way. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can pick up the you, you can pick up the channel or the signal yes, over
1: yes we, we follow you from time to time in in Malawi. Yeah. Yeah we enjoy it now and again whenever we can.
0: Yeah. Tell uh, me where is Malawi?
1: Malawi is in Central Africa. It's we're surrounded by Mozambique, Zambia and Tanzania. are down so it's down there just north of South Africa. Um, so we're landlocked in between those three countries Mozambique, Zambia and Tanzania
0: So as I say, the last time you were here you were Father John, now you're Bishop John but we'll get into all that a bit later on, I want to take you back to your grown up years and going to school I suppose where did you go to school? Second, secondary and primary in Tullus was
1: it? Yeah, I started off in the Ursuline in, 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 in Tarlis, Okay. with the infants if you remember, there were infants then.
0: There was infants, I didn't think the Ursuline took
1: boys. Oh, they did. Um, I don't remember much of it, but I know I spent two years there before joining Tullet's CBS primary. And then went on to the secondary, CBS secondary, until Intercert. And I finished up in St. Kieran's in Kilkenny. Kilkenny. Okay, okay. Mm.
0: You grew up, of course, in a, a place called Carmystown, uh, just below, a famous part of uh, County Tipperary, uh, well known, the ship.
1: That's mm. right, on the Carmystown road there. Yeah. The yeah. ship has been there for many years. Yeah.
0: It's, it's not a, f- a real ship, it's a pub. It's a fixture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't move. Yeah, lovely. But, uh, but it's there. Uh, oh, yeah. You're yeah.
0: very proud of it down at that part of uh, Indeed, the parish yeah. as well.
1: No, yeah. it's it's a great community yeah. place there.
0: So the growing up years was, was, was good for you, was it?
1: It was. I must say I always felt that we had a very good childhood, a very good bringing up on the farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the, the holidays we were full-time working on the farm, thinning the beet making the hay cutting the corn all that stuff mm-hmm. milking the cows and uh, it was all healthy healthy stuff and we enjoyed it it was good for us
0: did a bus pick you up for school and all that
1: kind of thing no we used to go on s- bicycles uh, right. and it was it was fairly near it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very far just a couple of miles mm. into Tullis, and we enjoy that too. Mm. Uh, going, going in and coming out.
0: And mm. a lot of chat in today's world that what people should get back to the bicycle and forget about the wheels, the four wheels in a car.
1: Yes, in fact, I'm a big promoter of cycling myself. I, 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 I cycle as much as I can, mm. uh, and even outside in in Malawi. Well, now the the roads are a bit more dangerous now and it's more difficult. But um, I'm a promoter of cycling. It is healthy and it's a good way of getting to nearby places.
0: Why did you go to uh, St. Kyrton, St. Kilkenny?
1: My first cousin was teaching there. And I think uh, my parents, they... They liked to give us an experience of boarding school. And so my older brothers went to Rockwell. And the younger ones among us, we went to St. Kieran's in Kilkenny. I had a first cousin teaching there, and maybe he was the one who facilitated Mm -hmm. the move from Rockwell to St. Kieran's.
0: So you did your leave in Siert and then how did the vocation come about that you were going to get, you wanted to go for the priesthood
1: yeah i I think um we had a couple of people coming to talk to us about the priesthood when we were in secondary and um the the idea just grabbed me mm-hmm. and I think also I wanted to explore the world a little bit. And St. Patrick's Kiltegan were exclusively missionary. It means if you join them, you are sure of getting out of Ireland. And uh, there was an element of wanting to go overseas, wanting to see new places, new lands, new cultures. I think there was maybe a strong element of it all. Mm. Yeah.
0: Rather than a vocation...
1: Yeah, I think I'd say it began that way.
0: Yeah, a lot of people had the feeling that they must see the world as a young person, see as much as they can of it.
1: Yes, and um, at that time, of course, there wasn't the same opportunities as there is now for young people to go. We didn't have the same opportunities at that time. And maybe this was one my way of, of trying to explore more. Um, I think that was that would have been mm-hmm. an initial element, and then maybe the vocation grew a bit more as we were going uh, going along. Mm-hmm.
0: So you went to the novitiate in K- Kiltiggin, was
1: it? Yes, we had our our far, first year of formation in Kiltiggin then 3 years in Cork and back to Kiltegan for 4 years Kiltegan is a a village up in County Wicklow mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So how was life in in a community of men you know in a, in a college you, you were all together in one group
1: we were all together in one group and of course uh with all kinds of of sport and uh, ways of entertainment and yeah, we took that as just the mm-hmm. normal way of of living
0: But I'm sure, like every place else, like home, when you were at home there was rules and regulations attached to the college
1: Oh, very much so, yes there were, there were some of the rules were quite strict but we took that as, 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 as normal and in a way they helped us, they helped us to to grow and to mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Were. Well,
0: well, but did you accept all the rules?
1: Yes, I think we did uh, ex- accept them. But of course, uh, breaking the rules was always a uh, there was always a bit of fun in it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but um, I suppose being Irish. Uh, there's a certain amount of of development or whatever attached to mm-hmm. breaking the rules mm-hmm. yeah but that's part that's part of life that's part of it'd be a mark against you mm-hmm. and of course, there was always at the end of the year there would be an evaluation of whether you'd continue or not, and so maybe that's where the the motivation came in that you didn't want to have. Marks against you, okay. um, and so you wanted to, always wanted to to have a clean slate.
0: So you could actually—I never realized this—but you could actually be asked to leave at the end of the season.
1: Oh you? yes, oh yes. Uh, each at the end of each year, there would be an evaluation made, mm-hmm. and if you were uh, if you had too many black marks. You wouldn't last. And okay. I remember that at the end of first year, I remember there was there was a major kind of evaluation made every t- at the end of first year every year uh, of the first formation, and I remember all of us lined up going in to, to get the feedback and. When we got to go ahead, phew! It was a great relief.
0: <laughs> Some didn't, I presume.
1: Some didn't. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's the way it was, and maybe yeah, that's where the discipline, I suppose, came in. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: yeah.
0: Well, look, what I'm talking to Bishop uh, John Ryan, uh, a native of Cormac Sound Holy Cross, Tauras, getting most of his life in Malawi. We'll be back just after these. Indeed, you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. Yeah, our special guest this week on the programme is Bishop John Ryan, who <coughs> gets most of his life in Malawi. And indeed, we were talking to him there before the break about about the seminary and the workings of the seminary and all of that. John, then you, be, you, you became ordained. What year did you become ordained in?
1: 1978, man. Okay. Yeah, I was a young man that time. Yeah. I think I uh, something around 27. Mm-hmm. Ordained in Holy Cross Abbey and I think it was the first ordination in 400 years or something after the Abbey being restored
0: That was a special day then It
1: was, it was was very special for myself and there were two of us ordained myself and Father Michael Kelly from Golden just outside Cashel
0: So who ordained you?
1: Uh, Bishop Morris, Archbishop Thomas Morris yeah.
0: Yeah and of course the, the restoration of Jerry was what probably 10 years before that or maybe less.
1: Yeah, I think even less. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. can't remember the exact year but Yeah
0: 74 it was uh, was was opened actually. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. It, it was newly newly opened that time. Around. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, lovely. Lovely. So it's a special day for for the family and all the rest. And then, how long did you give before you? you, you was that your first uh, ministry in uh, Malawi?
1: Yes, uh, three months later, in September, I travelled to Malawi. Was, I was I was appointed to Malawi as my first mission to Mzuzu Diocese, and that's where I am, right up to this day, Mzuzu Diocese.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, <coughs> You were interested to go out there to credit travel and stuff like that as a young lad, and then now here you are. You are sitting in Malawi. And what did you know about Malawi?
1: Yeah, once, once I knew I was going to Malawi, I tried to research it as much as possible and to talk to people who had been there, uh, and so. I knew a small little bit about the the history of it, and um, the, the languages there, mm-hmm. um, but of course, it's totally different when you arrive there. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Did it have any connection in any shape or form to Ireland?
1: Well, um, in in some ways, yes, because I would think that the I Ireland of the forties and fifties would be closer to the Malawi of today mm-hmm. um than what Ireland is today. Um we have we have moved so much from the from that time in Ireland where you had subsistence farming and uh you know, every, it was, it was, it was, everyone was associated, uh, well, most people, to farming in a big way in Ireland.
0: What, um, what population do you have?
1: We now have 19 million, but in oh. 1978 there was 5 million. It's mm-hmm. th- we're the fastest growing population. In the world,
0: okay, very good. So,
1: uh, what kind of business what goes on out there? Yeah, this the we're a landlocked country, and unfortunately, to to get exports out is not easy because you have you have long distances to travel over the other countries and that's a big drawback to us because uh, exports then become uncompetitive Uh, but um, the main the backbone of the country is farming luckily we have rains for four months the best part of four months of the year good rains and when the when the rains are good, the crops are good, so everyone grows maize, which is the staple diet
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a few cash crops, like tobacco, sugar, coffee, tea uh, yeah and um Soya beans, ground nuts. Uh, these would be the main the main crops.
0: As far as religion is concerned, and you've been a Catholic bishop, a Catholic priest at the time, uh, what was the Catholic versus other religions? How did that link into one another? Yeah,
1: there's um, no relationships between the different churches is very good especially on the ground uh, people mix, mingle uh, of all religions there is no rivalry whatsoever, it's a healthy, it's a healthy relationship
2: mm-hmm.
1: between the various different religions especially on the ground level at the village level there is absolutely no competition or rivalry or whatever and everyone respects everyone else's religion
0: most people, at about growing up, and even indeed in today's world, think of Malawi and such places in Central Africa are rather poor.
1: Yeah.
0: Difficult for them to survive.
1: Yes, I, it's true. It's, it's we are one of the poorest in the world. I think we are ranked among the five poorest in in the world. And there are huge hardships there there's no doubt poverty is is extreme in some cases uh, and yet it's unbelievable how upbeat people can be despite the poverty despite the hardships there there's something there's some energy there which which is uh just amazing okay. <laughs> T-
0: tell me tell me uh, about about yourself what did you think how do you feel that what you brought to Malawi what did you bring there
1: yeah what did i bring there that's a, a difficult question if you ask me what have i gained okay. I, w- I would be it would be easier for me to to say what i gained okay um because I've gained so much from from being in in that atmosphere of of uh generous, um gracious people who are full of life, full of celebrating, full of enthusiasm. And that has rubbed off on me and it's why I'm still there. Mhm. It's it's it's. Um, I've I gained so much from from being there. Um, yeah, if you ask me, what I what have I given there? Yeah, that's a more difficult question. I suppose in some way, I have helped in a small way the development of the Catholic Church there. Catholic parishes the ones I've been in I've continued on the work which the missionaries began there and I suppose in a, in, in a general way I have promoted spirituality and I feel the world needs spirituality very much today
0: Chatting with Bishop John Ryan from Cormacstown Holy Cross, Torles. We're going to take another break. We're back just after these. Indeed you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. I'm going to play a piece of music for John indeed. Uh, and I'm just going to chat with him afterwards what he thought of it.
3: lead me back home to my little we talk to the old folk they're getting on treat them to late nights and sing a few songs we talk to the neighbors of life on the town, there's so much to tell them of. These are gone. This is my homeland, the place I was born in. No matter where I roam, it's in my soul. My feet may wander a thousand places, but my heart will really lead me back home to my Donnigo. And then tomorrow we'll take a walk down by the. A shelter spot. We we'll kneel and pray there for the ones that are gone, and hope they remember their wandering son. This is my homeland, the place I was born. No matter where I roam, it's in my soul. My feet may wander a thousand paces, but my heart will lead me back home to my honey This is my home. I was born in, no matter where I roam, it's in my soul. My feet may wander a thousand places, but my heart will lead me back home to my own ego.
0: Absolutely brilliant. That was uh, the legend in music indeed. Uh, a great folk singer as well. Paddy Fogarty of my uh, Sometimes he comes on my programme and is uh, very talented. Father John, I play that especially for you because uh, this is my homeland and Taurus and Holy Cross is your homeland and Tipperary. Um, do you ever get homesickness when you're out there?
1: Yeah, no, uh, Eamon. I think that's a very, very, very nice song. And mm-hmm. uh, the words of it... Are very true, you know. This is my homeland where I was born, and then it goes on to say it's, it's in my soul, mm-hmm. and it's true. You know, Mandela, Nelson Mandela said similar things. He said, "The place where you rest best is where you you were born, where you grew up," and there is something there is something about the quality. Of rest that you get in the place where you were brought up or reared, and I think especially true for uh farmers or people who worked on the on the land there there's a there's some special connection with the place where they grew up where they
0: <clears throat> the song itself, and, and as I say, Patty, a fantastic singer, Paddy Fogarty, um, you know, Irish people love that type of culture. This is their culture. What is the culture of a Malawi person?
1: Yeah, I, well, I think everyone is attached to their own land, to their own place. Uh, our priests in the Mzuzu diocese, the diocesan priests, are all from the diocese there. They, they call themselves, in the, the local language there, it's Wasembe Wantaka. And Taka means the earth of Malawi. And uh, for them, that connection. With the soil of Malawi is is very very important. It means a lot to them, and the same with us, I suppose. We're very much attached to the soil, the land, the place where we grew up. And I, I suppose, I'm I'm talking from uh, being a, a farmers, from coming from a farming background. Um, yeah so there is there is I think that that song that you that you played there um, it it has a deep meaning
0: surely has Um, (coughs) the last time I was talking to a chat with you all those years ago you were Father John now you're Bishop John does that make any difference to you in your life
1: not really I'm still a missionary a missionary priest it has the difference it has made is that it has taken me a, a little bit a little bit away from the ordinary people whereas in before becoming bishop it was easier for me just to call in to local families or local villages and that familiarity which uh we I had at that time it's it's harder for me now mm-hmm. and i am more at a more of a distance from ordinary people and uh that i think uh i find a little, little bit difficult
0: the last, the time we, we chatted before Getting massed and getting to the different places, the dirt tracks that you had to deal with on the road with the car and that kind of thing was rather difficult uh
1: yes uh, but um you know coming from a farming background, uh, we used to muddy fields and that that didn't, never bothered me mm-hmm. and now uh the ambition um I would have. Uh, excellent an excellent four by four wheel drive and if I need it I have a driver and so all that is is easier for me of course I'm in my 70s now so Mm -hmm. uh, that of course is it's 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 appropriate maybe I don't I uh, I don't um, I I'm happy enough mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to have that extra help around
0: okay Sunday Mass is important to most communities, uh, particularly here in Ireland. What
1: about in Malawi? Oh, hugely, hugely important. And any Sunday Mass that I have is an extended Mass because when the bishop visits, it's a special occasion. And it's always, it's always uh, a very lengthy occasion uh, a Sunday Mass if I am if I am um, at a, a, a church a parish church for a Sunday Mass it would be the most part of four hours for this church ceremony and then after that there is the reception and then I am I would
0: have the feeling you wouldn't have too many here for four hours of a Mass
1: yeah it's a whole different
0: you mean too many to drink someday
1: yeah no the that's their doing it's the, they that's the day, way they want it, and it, of course it's all singing and dancing and celebration and there's lots of energy and life in it and uh they don't see it as long and it's not long mm-hmm. because it's full of of events. So it's very positive. Very, very positive. Mm-hmm. And then I'm showered. I'm literally showered with gifts. The weekend before I came here, just two weeks ago, I, I was in a place Saturday and Sunday. I got five goats, two cows, and bags and bags of maize from people who have nothing themselves.
0: And what did you do with it?
1: I was on my way home, so I called I called my driver with a lorry and took take all the stuff back to the centre. And it will be it will help to run the center. If we have workshops or seminars or retreats, we kill a cow, we have maize and that 's how we that 's how we how the church survives the, the generosity of the people is next to none there it's absolutely amazing they don 't have it themselves, but they give it
0: Bishop John, we have to take another break we 're back with the final part of down your way, just after these indeed you 're very welcome back to the final part of down your way I'm with Bishop John Ryan this week our special guest on the program. He has been talking to me about his life, his grown up years and all the rest. And indeed, uh, most of his life he has been in Malawi. And that's where a major part of our program is from, in talking about Malawi and the life over there. How would you rate the church in Ireland in comparison with the church in Malawi?
1: Yeah, the, the church in Malawi is really and truly bursting with energy enthusiasm uh, where it's growing at at, at, at an enormous rate uh, where uh, since I uh, since I became bishop there we have opened eight new parishes here it's more on decline I think um it's the church is diminishing somewhat at this side of the world but in Africa in Malawi I can certainly speak from Malawi and from Jesus' diocese the energy, the vitality the enthusiasm is absolutely bursting really and truly
0: So why, why the difference?
1: Yeah that's a very good question Amen. Uh, I know that we have very strong liturgies there, you know, masses. They are full of celebration, full of song, full of dance. And the African people, they're number one for celebration. They know how to celebrate. And... um, there's a str- very very strong element of praising God for his creation for uh, the environment and um, I don't know somehow or another, somehow or another it, it all just makes sense there mm-hmm. um, yeah it's difficult for me to to talk about here because I'm not here
0: ok ok now there's a few more points i just want to want to run with you uh, before we go um the war in in ukraine has that affected you guys or have you been associated with war in any shape or
1: form yeah my, the war in ukraine it's it's just no no one can understand it it's just beyond our comprehension uh and it has it is affecting Malawi in a big way especially the price of fuel the price of fuel has more than doubled mm-hmm. it was per litre it was in the in the in the currency of Malawi it was 860 now it's 2000
0: and if you transfer back that uh, euros
1: uh, euros about 1000 mm. uh, so 2,000, it's about 2, two, two euro a litre at the mm-hmm. moment.
0: Close enough, or maybe we're probably a little stronger here.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. But of course the economy there is, you, you cannot compare. The minimum wage in Malawi is 50 euro per month. Oh
0: my God. Per month? Per month, that's the
1: minimum salary and not everyone gets the minimum salary and that's 50 euro per month I know some people they get 25 20 euro a month
0: How do they live?
1: It's it's partly it's, 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 it's very difficult to understand. Of course they, they grow their own Maze, and yeah, it's it's survival. Sure it, is. Mm.
0: How did you cope with COVID?
1: COVID, thanks be to God, we escaped the worst of COVID. There was, at one stage, it was looking like it was getting very serious, and we did have some deaths, especially at the higher end, uh, members of parliament and well-educated people, some of them uh, died with COVID. But it was only with a period of two or three months. And for the last year, it has stabilized very, very much. Uh, we weren't as bad as you here. We didn't have the lockdowns. Mm-hmm. To be impossible to have a lockdown in our place
0: did you get the vaccines was that easy over there
1: yes the vaccines were available and um, I was I got all the vaccines and uh, boosters and they were available but the uptake was slow a lot of people especially in the rural areas were not interested and i suppose it's a reflection that it especially in the rural areas it wasn't a big issue covid okay
0: and then people didn't didn't take the vaccine were there fear of the vaccine in any shape
1: yes there was there was a lot of fear and a lot of stories strange stories about the vaccine and it's amazing how quick stories spread and you get all kinds of of um, strange ideas
0: well Bishop John Ryan John Ryan to me because I know you all my lifetime it's a real pleasure to have you on down your way and you know we've got to finish because you heard this program over and again, do you ever hear the finish of those programs over the years, what did they finish with?
1: Uh the mine of course. Uh, <laughs> You're definitely a Tipperary man. <laughs> it has to be the Mun. And I climb Sleeven the man whenever I can. And uh no, Sleevnerman is is special to all Tipperary people all over the world.
0: It's our pleasure and my pleasure to have you here tonight to, to chat with you on down your way.
1: Thank you very much, Amen. Um, have a
0: safe trip back when you get back to, to Malawi.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: So that's the work. T- t-